Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm back. I'm back and I'm ready to attack. So I figured um, trying to make more shows lately, the more the merrier. Uh, trying to be as involved as I can um, with the show. I feel like lately I've been a little bit lazy. And uh, I think it's, it's it's about time that I get back to the basics, doing what I do best. And let's make, I wouldn't say, I'd say high quality content. You know, it's always getting better, but I'm going to still always make the best high quality content I can, uh, no matter what. So this one is about the index fund bubble popping, which is, it's going to pop. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If, if it doesn't pop, I'll be shocked. The S&P 500 bubble needs to pop. There's a lot of index funds. Um, I mean, look, I mean, the Russell 2000, oh my God, it's going to be a volatile mess if they got meme stocks in the Russell 2000. But, um, <sighs> I'm just a little emotionally exhausted. Just a few little things going on in my life. As you all know, I've been pretty tough on a lot of the new blood in the markets. And by new blood, I mean all the new investors in the market who keep pumping up the S&P 500. Only time will tell when the bubble will actually pop, but until then, you can always find ways to protect yourself from the inevitable, uh, like betting against the market while you currently have a position within it. An example would be betting against the S&P 500 with put contracts while you're while you have a sizable position in a specific ETF like SPY or VOO. So, just a few ways to do it. Um, but the overall goal is um, it's important to protect yourself during these volatile times, and I will do the best I can to guide you through the turbulence. So, why do I let, why, why do I let you guys know that? Because one, I, I do this I do this show to educate you and keep you intelligent, right? I, I don't tell one of the things that I'm, I pride myself in is is encouraging the view you the viewer to not go all in on a stock or not put all of your money in at one time. For instance, you can put $1,000 in your brokerage account, but you better only use like 25 or 30% of that cash for initial stock investment. And then keep playing on a day-by-day basis to see what sort of great deals you're going to find. And you do kind of want to have a diverse portfolio. I think it's foolish not to have at least a semi-diverse portfolio. You got to have... I mean, look, if your stocks, oh, I don't know how to say this. Look, you want to have a decent, You want, I think you should have the S&P 500, but I don't think you should place all your money in it is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, mainly because, let's see if I notice my laptop's kind of in the way here, my, my monitor. But look, I noticed with everything I've been viewing, it's going to be an interesting ride. That's the one thing I could say about all this. And it's good to have S&P 500 index funds, but they are very overvalued and overpumped. So if you could do yourself a favor, try to get in 
dip your toes in and make sure that you buy on a continuous dip. Because the S&P 500, I just have a feeling, is going to continuously dip. There's a lot of fear in the market, more than people realize. Um, there's a lot of inflation fear, hyperinflation. Uh, I think the global economy is on its toes right now, and the market is dancing on a razor's edge. And if you don't think so, good for you. But um, it's true. The data supports me. It's a lot, the debt-to-GDP ratio is 140%. That's huge. Back in the day, it used to be like 35. That is a huge ratio, and it's not a good ratio, by the way. It's not something we should be proud of. Um, we're bankrupt. America is bankrupt, and I honestly, I don't want to face the brunt of it, so that's one of the reasons why I play the game like a hedge fund. Um I've been irate lately. I've been upset. Because I know what's coming. And it saddens me to know what's coming. Oh, sorry. My back is killing me. I need to actually do more push-ups. But the point is, we are... It's a tough, it's tough. It's an emotional subject for me because I, I know that if a market crash happens, people lose homes, they lose their jobs, and that's one of the reasons why I basically bet against the market because whether we like to admit it or not, it's going to crash. But I also bet against the VIX just in case I'm wrong, just in case the Fed continues to pump the markets up. I just <coughs> just don't think any of this is going to be good. In the long run, I'm not trying to be too pessimistic. I'm just not even trying to be realistic. I'm trying to be analytical. The data says one thing, and I just believe the result is going to be detrimental. So I'm concerned. And I think... We all should be probably a little bit concerned at this point. Let me get closer. Yes, we all should be just a bit concerned at this point just because it's it feels like a losing battle. It really does. And personally, I don't want us to lose this battle. I think there, there's going to be positive hope on the horizon, but same time there's going to be a market crash and i'm going to take advantage of it um but the index bubble should be close to popping <coughs> it's, it's everything's overvalued and there's going to be a massive sell-off whether you like it or not whether it's it probably is going to be this week um if it's not this week then maybe next week but it's going to be a massive sell-off, a sell-off like you've probably never seen before, and especially if interest rates start to rise. I don't know when interest rates will rise, and maybe they won't, but inflation's real. And if we keep printing money the way we're printing money, the Fed is printing money like nobody's business. And it's irresponsible, and it's going to, it's going to hurt the poor and the middle class more than anybody. Like This is just economics 101. And if you don't believe me, look at this data. Look at the data. Hyperinflation only causes more problems. It hurts more people than it cures. It's not good, man.
So if you're an economist, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're just a normal person, normal average person, get educated. Seriously, get educated on this because if you don't, like this is this is real. It's a very real situation. <laughs> and um, maybe I'm being a little too cautious. Maybe I'm being a little too, a little too, what do you call it, um, paranoid. The truth is, when you have the data that I have, we all have the same data. I just choose to look at the data nobody's looking at. We all have access to this data. I'm just choosing to look at the data that gives me more info. Now look. Oh, the markets can continue to go up, and that's fine. If it does, I'm just going to buy more of the UVXY. Well, um, well, my positions, my put options stay in the money, which I'm happy about. But we're reaching some interesting levels right now when it comes to the market. And I'm a little bit concerned. I'm, af- I'm afraid. I'm afraid more so for others. I'm afraid for like my brother. I'm more afraid for my dad. They don't understand money the way I do. And... I actually got in a fight with my dad about money, about his suggestion that I try to find a job that pays me more, like a dollar per hour more. And I'm like, if your main source of income comes from your job, you're stupid. I think it's dumb. I really do. And a lot of people in my life have single incomes, just one single income from one active income. I still think that's dumb because you can get fired from your job at any time. And, um, if you're not covering your ass, if you're not being analytical, if you're not really doing the right stuff, then, you know, you're really fucking yourself a lot. But, it's an interesting scenario. Well, I don't know. Uh, part of me, you know, everybody's a little bit of afraid, a, a little bit afraid, a little afraid of something every once in a while. So I'm afraid of what the market crash is going to do to everybody. It's going to make everybody realize that this economy is not as great as we thought it was. There's a lot of corporate debt. Corporate debt's a, a doozy. Truthfully, it's a doozy. Um, <laughs> people don't realize the level of corporate debt. And um, actually, the level of corporate debt in the S&P 500 companies is huge. In fact, um, most of the companies don't even produce good earnings, in my opinion, in the S&P 500, not the type of growth that we want. So as far as S&P 500 growth, there's, I don't know if there's really going to be much for a while. I mean, there might be. I think it's going to be a roaring 20 situation. Consumers are going to be spending like crazy, but here's the problem. The only reason they're going to be spending is because of all the stimulus money. But when the stimulus money runs out, by the way, when people don't have that money, all that printed money, which is inflating, which is make, which is basically hurting the consumer, basically is making everything cost more. It gets passed down to the consumer, basically. The consumer, the consumer gets fucked. You get fucked as a taxpayer. Cost of living goes up. Hyperinflation's not cool. And <sighs> economically, it's stupid. And I, I can't stand the Democrats. I can't. I'm angry. I'm an angry guy. You know the truth? I'm angry. I've been angry for a while, and I think I need to be a little more angry. I think 
I think it's irresponsible for me to be too docile right now. I'm, I'm a happy though. I'm a happy guy, but if I rest on my laurels, you know, I'm going to be like my brother who suggests I go see therapists or, you know, cause I don't agree with him basically. And, think therapy stupid. I do think therapy stupid, by the way. Um, I think going to a therapist really does no, I mean, unless you're really fucked up in the head, maybe you should go to a therapist. Even then it's just going to keep you broken and stupid. I really do think going to therapists keep you broken and stupid. Yeah. It turns you into a vegetable. I hate it. Yeah. My goal is not to be a normal person and normal people go to therapy. So I avoid therapy. I just, I, I have, I'm against normal, normal. I'm against normal. I'm against average. Um, cause I've had nothing but hell. I've gotten nothing from, but hell from average and normal people my whole life telling me I needed to go to college, get in stupid debt, buy a new car, have a new house to make me feel good. Have a new car to make me feel good. Bitches, you don't fucking know what makes me feel good. Instead of keeping up with the Joneses, I shit on the Joneses lawn. But, yeah, no, I I got in a heated argument with my brother and my dad earlier. I think they're the epitome of what I don't want to be. My brother and my dad are legitimately the epitome of people I don't want to be like. They care too much about what the crowd thinks of them. They're too image-based. They just go with the flow. You can't stand it. There are people who, there are people who honestly contributed to my resentment towards it. I mean, I, I, I'm getting heated just thinking about it, but I think it's good. I'm kind of on a quest to lose subscribers because uh, I'm not afraid to alienate my family and I'm not afla- afraid to alienate my, my audience. So um, <laughs> it's just the way it is. And um, I'm, I'm adapting to the role of being a villain. I like being a villain now. First, I was kind of questioning it, but I mean, hell, I know I'm not a villain, but it's more fun to play the role. It's fun, fun to put on the makeup. Be a creep. If there's one thing I know about all this, I've, Index Fun, fun Bubble is going to pop. A lot of these companies are trash in the S&P 500. Not all of them are good. This they may be the best 500 companies pretty much in the market, but that doesn't mean that they're any good. There's only like a few companies that keep the S&P 500 really afloat. So <clears throat> people got to keep this in mind, man. It's just, there's only a handful of companies that really keep it afloat and contribute to a lot of the earnings gains. So now I'm still big on index funds though, because there's still the potential for growth. It, it, it does correct a little bit. And during volatile times, I would recommend just sitting on an index fund and buying more as it dips and just seeing what happens. And maybe it won't dip. Maybe it'll go up. Who knows? But it's still good to protect your position one way or another. Um, uh, just being smart. You could be smart about a lot of this. Um, I just like throwing down my money, you know, um, a volatility trader at this point more than anything. Um, pretty good at it. Surprisingly. Um, but yeah, being a volatility trader has been my main obsession. Definitely a big obsession of mine. Um, 
I think being a, I think being on the volatility side of things has sharpened my senses, made me more active. It's allowed me to practice being more active too in the markets. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, hopefully you guys get something out of this. My goal is really to just keep you guys educated, keep you guys intelligent. Because look, um, there's it's gonna, there's going to come a point where times will be difficult for a lot of you. I mean it, a lot of you. Um, and look, if you're not playing the game intelligently, you might you might go down in, in a blaze of shit. So do me a favor, everybody. Just, just be... At least get in an index fund. Or if you know some good companies that you want to be a part of, do it. But if you're going to pick companies, maybe pick 20, right? Pick 20 really good companies you'd be totally fine laying money down on. That's about it. Or just lay down some fat cash on an S&P 500 index fund. And when it dips, it probably will. Buy more. There's probably going to be a crash. So it's just a great opportunity to buy and buy and buy and rack up the eventual gains. So, but yeah, uh, inflation scares are real. A lot of this shit is real. And um, we got to stay smart about it, folks. That's all, that's all there is to it. So um, just do me a favor. Do your best to make better decisions. Um, I'll do my best to make better decisions. I've clearly got issues that I've had to deal with with my family for a long time, and I'm trying to resolve it. But it's like it's hard. It's, it's not easy for me. I, I'm too much of a rebellious son of a bitch, and and I have a good memory. That's my worst part. I think it's my best quality, my worst quality. When you have a really good memory, anything that people have done to you that has been malice. It feels like it was yesterday because it was such a clear memory. Every mem- most memories I have are pretty fucking clear. That's it's virtually it's like it's it, oh, I almost have a near indebting memory. I, I, for some reason, it's really it's really weird. I got I, I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I'd say it's decent, and um, it's one of the reasons why I guess I, I have trouble forgiving because a lot of people can forget pretty easily, and I, I have trouble forgetting things. And I just know how I was treated by some people in my life. And I'm not going to tell you guys to forgive because I can't even do that. That's not easy. And I want to be the better man, but at the same time, I think in the back of my head, nah, I don't really want to be the better man. Ideally, it would be nice, but, you know, sometimes you can't. So sometimes you got to tell people to fuck off. It's probably the best life learned lesson I can say. Anyway, um, on to the next video. Um, let's see where to begin on the next one. Oh, anyway, we'll get to the next video here in a few moments. Thank you guys for taking the time to watch this. Tried to be as educational as possible, but honestly, the S&P 500 is super duper overvalued and you want to get into it, but um, try to buy on the dip if you can. The buying on the dip is really fun and um, it's very exciting. Anyway, <clears throat> try to be as active as you can. And uh, be active in really great companies. That's my best recommendation to you. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Do me a favor. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay sexy. Have an incredible rest of the night.